Well, we have a weekly podcast and we need cash now. Go to patreon.com slash Bamfcast. Patreon.com slash Bamfcast. This week on the Bamfcast, when you hear this next crazy record, you'll have a ball. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey! hey. Where, where's my chorus? Bamfcast! Yay! Yay! Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's this is good. This is Bamfcast Extra in prime time. Right. Uh, whether you want it or not, it's... We can't stop the Rocktober, and so... This one's free, folks, so you have to take that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Chuck. Yeah. Um, that's it. It's that, just, that's it. That's it's all. a twofer. It's Bamfcast Extra. If you never listened to a Bamfcast Extra episode with you're about to. just the two of us, <laughs> yeah, you're going to get that and a little bit more because Bamfcast Extra doesn't usually have a second half. And mm. We'll probably talk about a couple things. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, if you're new, new, new to the show, what a weird place to start. But, this is uh, an odd place. But what we do each and every episode is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Uh, then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Mm hmm. And good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They got one of five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks is a film that we enjoy. See, I feel I feel like I could, I could take it down a notch. I don't have to, I have to feign the excitement because I'm not going to get the positive yeah, no reinforcement. Yeah, no trust us, gonna, folks. Yeah, robot jocks is a great movie. Yep. If there were other people here, mm-hmm. you would feel it. <laughs> yeah. But there are truly bad bad movies. It doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is in giant bags of trash. Gross. Formerly of Twilight, but that has passed. Yeah, we don't do that. That anymore. has gone into the Twilight years. Right. So. It's pieced out. It's just uh, it's just bags of trash now. Yes. Yeah. So. So. We are doing Rocktober. Rocktober. Uh, Rocktober. Rocktober. <laughs> the second Rocktober. Yeah. Um, and uh, last week we did a movie with The Rock. We did. This movie has a has rock in the title. Yeah. And that is 1990s. Karate Rock, a movie that we somehow did not manage to cover when we watched an entire year's worth of 1990 movies. Yeah, weird that. <laughs> like every episode for a year was mm-hmm. a 1990 movie. It was, and we somehow missed this one. We did. Uh, but uh, plot summary? Yes. Just in case? Please. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> Break glass. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying because there's something on paper here or you know digital paper mm-hmm. saying there's a plot okay what i'm saying is that it's a just in case because it don't need to concern yourself once i'm done reading this. i'd love to hear what the yeah. plot is kevin foster is a new teen who arrived <laughs> <laughs> he's not 19 he's a new teen he's a new teen so he's 13 <laughs> uh no no? He's closer to 19. Okay. He's, a, he's an old teen. He's as old a teen as you can possibly be, but he is a new teen who has arrived at a small town. A dance competition takes place on Kevin's first night out. He pro- <laughs> God, this is I read this. You're first. reading a telegram? <laughs> I just realized this is like 20 sentences long. Okay. I just started reading well, it. I'll stop whenever you want. Okay. Um... Uh, Edit, edit, edit. Um, yada, yada, yada. Now it's time for the final showdown. Oh, Let's all right. just go with that. All right, that sounds great. Yeah, because there's a lot more in the middle that we're going to talk about at great length, and you don't need this this no. guy in the IMDb no. explaining it when you, we're going to do that. You don't. Which is why I say we should drop the plot summary altogether. No, we should never do that. Okay, great. You're the only one championing super, that. Super, yeah, because I have to read them and. Movies like this, 
don't have plot summaries out there because they barely exist. This does barely exist. <laughs> yeah, this has a... Uh, the only person you're going to remotely recognize, and that's if you're A, a terrible person, or B, you like soap operas and shit, or I don't know. <laughs> but Antonio Sabato Jr. Yep. is in this movie. He is. Otherwise, no. wh- whoop de fucking do. These are all locals. Yep. Basically. Um, yeah. This is an Italian production. Uh huh. Which they have filmed in Savannah, Georgia. Uh huh. But they're pretending it's Bend, Oregon. Correct. Yes. I don't know why. We're Italian produced, and for some reason, the subtitle on almost every poster you'll find is in German. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's... I, I'm confused by this film just on, on the on the offset. Like, out, outside, not looking in, this mm-hmm. is a weird movie, because it has a the Italian title on IMDb, not translated. Right. You have to go, you know, if you search for Karate Rock, you will find it. Mm-hmm. But it comes up with that, and then almost every poster you'll find has the, the tagline of the kid with the iron fists. Yeah. Uh, as the in German on every poster cover, whatever you'll see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, big in Germany. Karate Rock was. Was it? Apparently. Okay. I don't know. Man, um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Germany, but you should get uh, better shit. <laughs> Word. Uh, I, I'm just all right. Karate Rock is bad. Let's just start off. Whoa. <laughs> Look, I don't usually editorialize early on, but this is an ex- incredibly ineptly made movie. It is a poorly made motion picture it's, in it, every facet of filmmaking. It's really weird because I thought that they had stopped making movies like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, things like this that feel at least 1980, if not closer to 1970, you know, it, it it feels like one of those movies that was filmed in like Vietnam post post the Vietnam War, where it's just like we can go here cheap. No one gives no one actually wants to come here. So we could just come here and film for for cheap. You know, it's like uh-huh. there was just that period of time where they were just cranking out these like, you know, jungle movies. Basically, it was like come here and film for cheap. Right. This is made like one of those. It is. And plays like one of those. And the dialogue feels like one of those. But it's a 1990 movie shot in America. Mm-hmm. And but it has that stilted like. We don't know how to edit a scene. We just show everything far too long. We don't show you the things that you should be seeing. That is the film's biggest yeah. crime, is and, that part. And the whole damn thing is ADR. Like yes. every little bit of it. There is like there is no onset sound whatsoever. No, that's how Italians make movies. Yeah. They they don't record any onset sound. Right. And they just dub it all later with three people who have to pretend they are eight different people. Yes. So that's yeah. that's just know that's what you're getting into if you haven't played the home game on this one. Right. If you have, congrats on making it through the whole movie. If you did, yeah. um, that's a that's an accomplishment. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that there is a copy of some sort floating around on YouTube at this time. Yeah. Those are always subject to go away. Probably nobody gives a fuck about this movie. Is coming after it for copyrights. No, there. I mean, there's there's no. U.S. release of this. I don't think there's yeah. ever been a U.S. release of this, as far as I could tell. So it's probably not even in the algorithm to like search for it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So, um, but uh, I mean, like you can tell, like when the movie only has the original Italian title on IMDb, mm-hmm. that means it just doesn't exist. Like this right. movie's been lost to yeah. time. No one cares. Yeah, I mean, unless it's an actual Italian movie, sure. but this is clearly not meant for that. You no. know, I mean, it's just shot that way. Yeah. So I'm just I'm warning you right off the uh, like when we watched that um what the fuck was that Judge Reinhold movie that felt like it was fucking forever. Oh, uh yeah. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> yep. The, the, like Yep. It's it's very similar to that. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just watched it for extra not that long ago. <laughs> But it's just this, like, let people go nuts in front of the camera, capture some of it, show what you want. But unlike that, where at least you had him being unhinged and whatever the hell he was doing, like, 
everybody in this movie is just like, oh, hi, I am acting. Yeah. Running Scared was the Running Scared. Film. Yeah, that's right. The one of three Running Scared movies. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. But All there's right. only one Karate Rock, and it's this one. Uh-huh. So I'm just I that is my that is my warning on the on the outset of this movie is okay. just that it is it is bad. You got yourself a preamble. Okay. All right. So as the poorly written plot summary uh, alluded to, Antonio Sabato Jr. is being taken to uh, the movie says he's from Oakland as in California and he's yeah. being taken to Bend, Oregon. Right. This is clearly not the case because if you have eyes then everything says Savannah Including or, the car that he's in. Including the cop car, which was like a, a city of Savannah police car. Yep. Um, there's Georgia shit all over the place, like interstate signs. And just the look is not even remotely. I don't know if you've been to Oregon, it's a lot of pine yeah. and trees and yeah. wooded areas. And this things is like very that. much southern. Yeah, there are palm coastal. trees and yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, palmetto it, trees. And, uh-huh. yeah, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, so they're. They're driving to town. They've mm-hmm. got him in the back. We don't know like who he is or what nope. he's done or what this is all about. Exactly. No, it's one of those just here's cop car driving along, kid in the back. Yep. Uh, there's. We also are introduced to a car full of punks, mm-hmm. toughs. Sure. The local riffraff. Yeah. I would go with that. The local riffraff. Okay. Um, who but- are just, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but one guy's like, hey man, trip balls and drink this Coca-Cola, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I was about to say, when you say they're riffraff, they're like, they're like the bad boys of the country club, hmm. which is to say, yeah, they didn't sweep up after the sand trap when they were done with it. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> you're wearing your, like, you know, member vest untucked? Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. you're wild, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, they're, they're the lamest toughs. They are, in fact, the lamest toughs. Yeah. Uh, They're terrible. Like, someone else should rise up in this town and take it the fuck over if they yeah. are in charge of everything. But, but Jeff is the leader of this of this clique of assholes, and he's... That's a strange sound. <laughs> I'm just... Like, you, you see a doctor. You haven't been to the right clubs. <laughs> you haven't heard of a clique of an asshole. Your asshole's clicking. Yeah. You probably... <laughs> You're firing blanks, brother. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh, um, but yes, I'm just saying, like, Jeff is in charge, and, and this movie tells you that he's the best at everything. Like, he wins the races and the dance competitions and the karate and all. Right, and it has to tell you that because it doesn't fucking show it to you. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> this movie makes you believe that Jeff is the hot shit of this town. Yep. Um, yada, yada, yada. The cop stops and talks to people. It, there's a lot of, like, bullshit. He stops at, like, some other sheriff's office on his way to Oregon, and it's just like, hey, how you doing? It's not really important. Bye. It, and it's literally a f- completely fucking useless scene. You, you never... think it's setting up the presence of that cop. Like, okay, cops are handing this guy off to this cop. And right. Nope. You never see that fucker again. Nope. <laughs> He's just grinning from ear to ear like, man, it sure was nice to see officer whatever his name is. And woo. Anyway, <laughs> on to the other, on to the rest of this movie. Yeah. We, we have a brief interruption or interruption as the Tufts. When he's done chugging that hot Coca-Cola classic that got him really effed up, man, <laughs> he tosses the can out the window and it bounces right off the cop car, mm-hmm. which, of course, they, you know, whoop, whoop, and pull him over. And he gives him some song and dance about like, yeah, my da- dad lost a leg in Vietnam. So, uh, you know, 
Sorry, I be, littered. Be cool. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, this is once. Watch yeah. where you throw things. And he's like, yeah, I told him about this made up the story about my dad. I'm so smart. I just made that up on the, on the fly. For a minute straight, all his minions are like, that was the most genius thing you've ever done. He's like, yeah, man. These cops are out here, man. Just to say Vietnam. And they're like, whatever. That's <laughs> how you get out of crime. Yeah. <laughs> say the code word. Yeah. Well, they're just like, yeah, we're we're tough. And continue on the story of Antonio Sabato Jr. in the back of a cop car. Yeah. Uh, it's a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, he's being taken to Billy's Billy. house. <laughs> and Billy is a former, like, cop instructor. He's slash, a 90-year-old Asian man. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's supposed to be a former cop slash... He calls himself a drill sergeant, I guess, for the police academy. I don't think that's what they'd be called, but... no. Whatever, an instructor of some sort. He and knows the kid's dad, and they had some brief history where they were buddies, and then nothing matters. It's just, mm-hmm. hey, here's my idiot son. Yeah, why don't you see if you can do any better with him? <laughs> I can't deal with this shit anymore. And apparently it's like, <laughs> it was not with the intention of, like, teach him karate nope. and discipline and stuff. It's just like, just go live with him. He's going to go to college here. I can't deal with his shit anymore. Right. He That's, wrecked my station because wagon. Because Billy is just like... Hey, whatever, man. Don't call me sir. Just call me Billy. We're just we're gonna hang. We yeah. got we got bathrooms across the hall. <laughs> we shouldn't like interrupt each other's flow. If if you want to hang dog, I'll knock first. You know, like whatever, man. Just be. I'm cool. gonna pop in at midnight with my shirt off and <laughs> yeah. see how you're doing. Yeah, and- we'll just play some GameCube, man, and just have some fun. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, and if you want to make our nipples touch or whatever, we can totally do that. Yeah, man. It's it's not weird unless you make it weird. <laughs> I've tested that bed. It's yeah. secure. Yeah. So it's just whatever, man. Just hang out here, Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but whatever. It's immediately you're like, okay, I know where this movie is going. But the movie is like, nah, we ain't going there for like an hour and 20 minutes. So just strap in for bullshit. Yeah. Because wow, does it just go. Okay. So. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say this this next hour, we we could probably we could probably wrap up in about five to ten minutes. I just I mean. Yeah, but there's some fun stuff to be had uh, here. Okay. So. The teens have basically the the cavern club where the Beatles started is, is where they're all hanging out. But it's like a smoothie bar with a bazillion different smoothie flavors. I, I wouldn't go smoothie. I'm sure it's just like slushies. Slushies. Yeah. Okay. Smoothies are like healthy and made on the oh, spot. Oh, yeah. These are not. These are just, but the, they tw- have, these are just the twirling liquid in yeah, the vat. You know? but, but they have names like Jungle Funk and... and, yeah. and, and uh, Cro- attitude adjustment, and- I think, or something like that. Or? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't know. They have a bunch of dumb names, but whatever. Yeah. The tinky winky and the attitude adjustment. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, first of all, like that opening sequence took about 15 minutes. Like there oh, yeah, was just yeah. 15 minutes of no karate and no rocking. And we're like, what the shit is happening? It's just traveling the movie yeah. and saying hi to people. And- um, with this incessant score that just doesn't. It's just this meandering kind of guitar wankery bullshit, but lots of synth. And it just keeps going. But then finally, we get to this cavern club slushy bar and... It's it's the rock competition. Yeah, there's a brief like he goes to school for one second or sees somebody for a second and, and they recognize him in the cop car. But it's, for a brief moment, it's oh, like he, he it, walks to class. Yeah. But it, class is a million miles away. Yeah. Like through a, through a town because there's like little kids and all yeah. kinds of stuff around. It, it's and honestly, the ugly neighbor says hi to him. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ugly she's all that neighbor where yes. it's just like you she know, has glasses he, and pigtails. Yeah, therefore, so she's, she's got gross. paint on her overalls. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so she's like, hey, and he's like, ew, and then, like, the toughs are standing there like, we saw you, you're son of a cop, you're a cop, meh, right. we don't like you, and it's like, 
all right, fellas, yeah. s- smell you later. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's dance competition, and yeah. he just kind of shows up like, hey, all right, what's going on here? This seems cool. And immediately, Jeff's girlfriend is like, who's that? Laser eyes locked from across the room. Mm-hmm. Who's and that? And he's also like, well, a lady. Hi. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, Jeff takes her outside mm-hmm. and is like, we're going to fuck on the hood of my car now. And she's like, no, I don't want to do some PDAs before they were handheld devices. <laughs> and and yeah. she knees him in the crotch and is like, I don't ever want to see you again. And she's like, and then runs back in. And it's like, hey, Antonio Sabato Jr., let's dance. Let's win this competition. And they I, do. He he does say the most charming line to her when he's trying to get her to have sex with him, which is just shut up and put out. Uh huh. Which every girl loves to hear. That. Yeah, that's, that's just, that's, that's, just a, that's a clincher is what yes, we call that. It yeah. is a clincher. <laughs> <laughs> it makes their vaginas clinch and then you never ever get to see them again. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she goes back in and is like, so, okay, there's a dance competition. And, and what it is is that you have to be partnered up, uh-huh. and that's the only rule. <laughs> yep. The rest of it is a nebulous, I don't understand any of it. It's it's sort of judged by like three people, four people maybe. You think it's going to be like a Happy Days dance marathon of just like, you have to go for 15 straight hours. Yep. And there's this dude, Mortimer, that's his literal name. He's famous. Mortimer, uh-huh. uh, who is just the MC of everything. Literally everything, wherever there is talking to be done, he will grab a megaphone and be the one announcing the well, shit. He's famous. So <laughs> need I say more? No, you yeah. don't. Uh, but yeah, more. he yes, he just is. He's just hey, it's it's time to get crazy. Let's do the dance. Uh huh. And they dance, and, and it's and, just like hey, well, like the, all right. So the passage of time. All right, that's another thing this movie does not understand at all. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Jeff the dickhead got knee in the crotch outside the parking lot. It's just like, oh, you, you'll re- you'll regret this. Yep. And then she runs back in and is like immediately like Antonio Sabato Jr. We're we're gonna we're gonna dance and we're gonna win. I want that shitty plaque. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, they they get a. <laughs> I mean, it looks like like a, like a, an award your grandfather would get at the lodge. Yes, it um, literally looks like they took it off the wall of the lodge. Yeah, because it's <laughs> and everyone's like, Ooh, and it's like it's fucking wood grain carved plaque nobody this age should give two shits about that it's just hey moose lodge best dancer 1967 on it right but somehow jeff is teleported back in in the span of like they like they were getting in and barely got a number they're like late entry and jeff somehow teleported back in found another girl it was like let's dance and she was like yes and and so somehow he's back in this competition Mm -hmm. and they're just calling people out of the competition until it's just the two of them and then of course they're they're just deciding like i don't like your dancing you're out pretty much yeah well, that's how judging works. Yeah, yeah but yeah. this is idiotic because they're all just flailing around like idiots. None of them is. No one's dancing. Well, that's how Supreme Court judging, judging <laughs> works. <laughs> so, well, yeah. so they're in the tiniest of spaces. They're all cramped together. No one could do much of anything. It's just random swaying. Uh-huh. And the judges are like, I don't like 11. Get them out. And it's, I don't like four. Get them out. You know, it's just. Yeah, that's how it, dance judging works. That's hot bullshit. Well, it is. Yes. That's why dance competitions are, in fact, hot bullshit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it comes down to. New kid and and Jeff's old girlfriend and Jeff and Jeff's new girlfriend. <laughs> right. And of course, Jeff and his girlfriend are called out. And, and, and that whoever that girl is, is pissed. She's like, this no. <laughs> when they call them out and are like, you get out. She storms out of there like, this is an outrage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, we really wanted that fucking dumb plaque. Yeah, they Your were all about that plaque. Yeah. Everything about it. But yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, the coke gets shoved in his face, and they're you know words are well, we're going to settle this at the gym, gym tomorrow. Yeah, I don't like that you won. Yeah. Come to the gym tomorrow. You're going to fight. Yeah, but not here. No, at the gym. Right. 
So the gym is a Taekwondo studio that clearly says Savannah Taekwondo or whatever. Yep, it does. Um, it's next to a video store. Uh huh. To which uh, video one, video one. Yeah, and he rents some movies. He rents some movies, and then just kind of wanders. See, when he said, "I'll see you at the gym tomorrow," I figured that meant school. Uh huh. Like we'll fight in the gym. Well, apparently he was down with where the gym was. But he seemed like he just kind of stumbled on this place. Like, oh, maybe. He, 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 you it know. seemed like he wanted to go into, like, I'm going to go in here to learn to fight. Maybe, like, maybe. like the Karate Kid, yeah. because this movie is totally fucking ripping off the Karate Kid. Oh, sure. Well, yes-ish. It, it wants to. Okay. Um, But what I figured, it looked like he was going in there to learn to fight and then realized, oh, no, this is where the the Cobra Kai lives. Yeah, it seemed like, perhaps, that's that's... That's one interpretation. Maybe okay. he just had to return some videotapes and then was like, hey, what's what's going on over here? It seemed it seemed like he just wandered by. I was like, oh, this place looks maybe I can learn something. Everyone's like, hey, look who walked in. And then, you know, of course, he gets his ass kicked like yes. in a few seconds because yeah. he's never crotted in his life. Right. Also, this place is directionless. There is no there's no uh, Martin Cove character. There's it's <laughs> a sensei. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm just saying there's not that guy. There's no one in charge making Jeff be a piece of shit. Jeff is just autonomous he's just i'm fully piece of shit man and wherever i go <laughs> shit will follow <laughs> although there's at one point there's a guy who does like a running jump off a wall and the guy he's sparring with is like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> so but yeah uh he comes in and gets his ass beat and mm-hmm. uh and then just jeff's old girlfriend then becomes his girlfriend again because she's like i don't like boys who get beat up by my old boyfriend so pretty much yeah well that, that's like the next day because like yeah she's just like she's the one who's like leave him alone all right because he goes into the the drama class yep. and he's like hey you want to go out and she's like no i don't want to go out with a loser got beat up at the gym fucking dork oh yeah famous mortimer is, is like directing the play too and it's just like what is this <laughs> the author of this is rolling around in his grave and yeah it's just like this yeah. is the worst production of our town i've ever seen yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your shit ass. It's because scat, they don't know what town they're shit in. Ass <laughs> scad production of Macbeth or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> scad is a not that right kind of college. I know. I'm just. Oh. I'm making Savannah references. Okay. It's the Savannah College of Art and Design. Right. This movie had neither of those things. No, it did not. <laughs> Uh yeah. So. But yeah. So you think like he gets his ass kicked a la Karate Kid? He's then like, because he at some point he he. Well, he he walks out and sees a sign on a bulletin board that says like "Super Races Tonight." Yeah, and he's like, "I'm gonna enter that." Right, and he's like, "Mortimer, give me your Jeep." Uh-huh. And Mortimer's like, "Sure." Yeah, he's just like, "Well, you better not wreck it." Like, I've known you twelve hours. Yeah, but I'll give you my Jeep. And then like he's she's chilling at home, and Billy comes in like, "Hey, you got your light on like nearly at midnight. Everything all right, bro?" And he's just not wearing a shirt. <laughs> it's just like he's just like he all right comes in and you, you're gonna race tomorrow right he's like how'd you hear about that he's like oh well i just have my ways and <laughs> you, you know us cops we hear things yeah yeah so uh, at, at, so, at some point i don't remember if it was before this or later but he just dis- he discovers i think it's much later but he discovers billy's like karate oh yeah, closet. It's after the, yeah. It's, yeah i think it's later yeah but yeah so they they're they go to the savannah oregon flea market mm-hmm. and there's just like a facade for standing on and then there's a bunch of dumb trucks that everyone's in and they're like okay it's a race go and they all peel off and then we just watch the people mull around at the finish line Mm -hmm. setting up the finish line we see like four seconds of race do you think they had like set up cameras in the woods or wherever they wouldn't race or do you think they even had 
money for a racetrack. I think they had like 10 feet of dirt road. It looked like they were filming here because this flea market also doubled as a racetrack for the locals to fuck around on or whatever. But no, they just race off to the highway at some point and then like you see them at some point coming back. Yeah. And like, then, like, like the race ends the opposite way it starts. Right. So like they just really just did a, did a loop and came back. Yes. Um, and it's weird because like 10 trucks start and only three come back. <laughs> Yeah, there were no shenanigans like no one got run off oh, the road. How do you know that there, you don't know there was fucking like Fury Road out, right off camera that well, we didn't get to see. I would have liked to have seen it yeah, <laughs> if well, they were doing that. If the teens were murdering you, you each other watch it. It was, during the super wheels or whatever the fuck it was. Witness me. Only three come back mm-hmm. and uh, it's the, the main two tie. Uh huh. And what's his nuts is like, he, oh, yeah, Jeff's like, there can't be a tie. That's Jeff climbs bullshit. up on the top of his truck and he's just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. There's no such thing as a tie. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of something so stupid in my life. So tomorrow, death tunnel, the tunnel of death, tunnel of death. I challenge you the tunnel of death. Now, Antonio Sabato Jr., who's never been to this place before, is just like, you're on. And everyone's like, are you crazy? It's called the tunnel of death. And he's like, so how about could it be? But I can't, I can't back down. It's just one of those movies where yeah. he's just like, well, no matter what, I'm If not I am challenged, yeah. then I have to do thing. And the tunnel of death, despite its name, is just this dude has a long barn. <laughs> they go to a barn. They literally go to a barn. Yep. It is a long barn that has it, two doors it, at one end. It has and, two entrances and one exit. <laughs> yeah. And and it's like whoever makes it through the exit is the winner. Right. That's it. Yep. There's no tunnel. Nope. There's no death. Mm-mm. It's just a shit-ass barn. Yep. <laughs> and once again, we see seven seconds of whatever is going on in here. Mm-hmm. We just see that... What's his, what's his name? What is his name? What's the main kid's name? Uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin makes it out. Kevin wins legitimately. Mm-hmm. And and then gets beat up again later. Well, they, they're all like, let's go celebrate because they go back to the fucking well, disco Okay, tech. so he makes it out, mm-hmm. but Jeff comes out, hits the wall uh-huh. well, and crashes and busts his head open. Looks like he might die. It, it's it's real <laughs> dumb because it's just it's just lap sighting. I mean, it's like it's metal sighting. Yeah. He just crashes through. It's yeah. a, it's like I said, it's a shit ass bar. I could run through it. Yeah, <laughs> it would hurt. But yes, but he crashes through it and he has a gash on his head mixed with the sweat that's in his hair. And it looks like he is dying. And Kevin and his friends are like, ah, fuck yeah, let's go to McDonald's. And, and they're just like, yeah, fuck that guy, he's dead. And they just go back to the, the cavern club and have slushies. Yeah, they're just like, this calls for celebrating. And his nerd friend gets up and is like, ah, well, Jeff sucks. And I guess that's the end of Jeff. And It's a historic day. And anyway, our town is finally taken back from the claws of evil. I think this is the first time we see the the awesome ass DJ they have at this place. Oh, we, we've seen him before. He's always back there hanging okay, out behind well, this Mortimer. is the first time you got to lines well, because he had a line that was just it meant nothing because no one was even there they just cut to him mm-hmm. where he said the line that we used in the intro of the show mm-hmm. and you and i fucking are stroked out uh, yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those moments where i had to rewind it like three times because i was just like i am not comprehending anything that is happening after this line has been said you had just made the comment about how white everybody was uh-huh. and then they cut to this guy and he's just like hey you're gonna get super duper cool now or whatever the fuck he uh, said what is it because I, I it's worth pulling up again <laughs> it is when you hear this next crazy record you'll have a ball <laughs> and i mean that's what i just said is pretty close to how he said it yeah like super southern like you'll have a ball yeah and it just cuts away from him. Like, what was the point of that? I don't well, know. What's even better is that they just got 
the same stock music every time they cut to that club. Yeah. It's not stock music because it's like some asshole with a MIDI keyboard. So like, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, right. beep. Here's the soundtrack. And the weird thing about this club is there are 25 monitors on the wall, obviously playing MTV, mm-hmm. but none of those songs are used. Obviously. Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying like every time they cut back, it's the, it's the same like beep, boop, beep, boop song. <laughs> yes. And then, and then they're just like, when you hear the next one, it's like, you mean the same fucking record that's on a loop? Like, yeah. You're going to switch to the other turntable and then back to the first one again. <laughs> we know how this goes. DJ boy. I want to say one other thing about the race. Mm-hmm. So when they agreed to do the race, the bad guys went out and sabotaged the Jeep. Yeah, that, they, nev- that never came up. Literally had no effect on the race. <laughs> nope. Actually, they probably fixed something. But I, that's how shitty they are. They were like, you know what? His timing's a little off. Why don't we take care of that? Like, it really help them during the race. They made it seem like they cut the brake line. They cut the fuel line. They were going to kill these kids. Yeah. How about a new set of spark plugs? I mean, what do you think? Like, yeah, yeah. Literally nothing came from it at all. No one even mentions it. <laughs> So then what happens is while everyone's jamming out to record number two mm-hmm. and drinking slushies, the bad guys go outside with bats and sledgehammers and they're like, fuck this Jeep. Fuck Mortimer's Jeep, even though they kind of seem like they're OK with Mortimer. Like they oh, don't well, have any beef with Mortimer. Well, they did now because he was the one he was the one on stage like you suck now, Jeff. I, OK, the, well, the dawn of Jeff is over. <laughs> Prepare for a post Jeff world that we live in. Right. So, yeah, they beat the fuck up out of his Jeep. Mm hmm. And then Mortimer and Jim, another character. Mm-hmm. That's Chocolate Jim. Chocolate Jim. <laughs> now, to be fair, one of Jeff's asshole partners introduces him that way. Everyone else just calls him Jim. I'm going to go with if the asshole called him Chocolate Jim. That's not his real nickname. No. He, is, he is a man of African-American descent. Yes. But he's just Jim. Yes. To me. But still. Yeah. So Jim and Mortimer are uh-huh. just strolling outside. They're like, our slushy day is done. Right. And they're like gulp <laughs> bad guys no, big, are sledgehammering big, my jeep hmm. I, I yeah i didn't mean like the big gulp yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they stop dead in their tracks uh-huh. the four toughs turn around and just menacingly stand there with their weapons and then and, jim's like fuck well, this <laughs> well, it, well, no it, it cuts to like inside the gym and jim uh, all right so inside the uh cavern club right which is what we're calling it and yes. jim runs in to antonio's about it, like you gotta come right now and it's like did you just leave him out there? <laughs> they're like, they're kicking Mortimer's ass. It's like, yeah, because you yeah. ran away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they did. Yeah, they did. Because they go back outside and the and the Jeep is in pieces. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Mortimer has been killed. <laughs> Jeep is pieces. <laughs> Where'd you get those peepers? They're on the ground now. But yeah, Mortimer lost his glasses. That's, well, the, that's the great thing. It's like, it's like so the, the Jeep, Jeep has been fucked up. Like, pieces now actually completely taken off of it and yes. are strewn around. Mm-hmm. He's chained to the front of the Jeep. They come out and, and he, he looks half dead. Like they beat the absolute. He looks fuck more than half dead. He looks dead. Yeah, he looks <laughs> mostly dead. And then Antonio Sabato Jr. comes running outside, and Mortimer's first thing is like, Where's my glasses? <laughs> it's like, That's your priority? <laughs> your eyes aren't in your head anymore. <laughs> But he turns and sees them on the ground and goes to pick them up. And then that's when Jeff just foot comes in and squashes the glasses. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, you know, he says something. To, it's not as menacing as so I'm canceled, am I? But it's just like, fuck you, asshole. And they all beat the shit out of Kevin again. Yep. And that ends that day. Yeah. That day has concluded. Well, um, okay, so, wait. So, no, so, so Jeff's, Jeff's on again, off again. Girlfriend comes out for a second. And is like, stop. They've had enough. Yeah. And then it's like. Then she just jumps in the car with them and leaves. Well, they make out in front of Kevin mm-hmm. and because he's like, you're my girl now, right? right? And she's like, yeah, baby. And they make out in front of him. Mm-hmm. So 
Kevin goes back home, but goes to see nerdy neighbor girl. Right. Who is hot when she goes to bed because she's not wearing anything or glasses and then has to nerd up to go answer the door mm-hmm. and shut up her goddamn yappy poodle who loves ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that, that poodle's nuts for ice cream. <laughs> There's twice in this movie where someone's feeding this dog ice cream and that dog has never had a better life. <laughs> you know, that dog demanded 20 takes every time. <laughs> I didn't get it right. This yeah. is more. <laughs> um, so he goes to see her and she bandages him up or whatever. And then he crawls home and, uh, <laughs> Billy is like, yeah. yeah okay. So the, the sequence of events that's about to happen uh, is about to defy space and time and everything. I know. I just wanted to finish out that night. Okay, okay. That is one day. Also, at some point, Kevin had been snooping around Billy's house and opened up a closet and found a bunch of karate shit. Right. Trophies. Yep. Uh, news clippings. Everything. Just saying, Billy is a karate man, mm-hmm. which of course he is. Yes. Because we've seen movies before. Um. So Dawn has arrived. Dawn has arrived. Billy finds Kevin and is like, oh, what happened to your face? Because he, oh, he didn't go to school. Because he did he, not go to school. Because he got his ass kicked. But before the, before we see the, the first the first event of this day mm-hmm. is an old man on a horse riding through oh, town. Right. Yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> old man on a horse riding through town. <laughs> uh, seriously, this man is 90 years old mm-hmm. riding a horse through town. Yep. And he goes to the police station where Kevin's dad works. Mm-hmm. And Kevin's dad is currently yelling at two toughs who were up at 4 a.m. playing the trumpet because they were drunk and he's really not happy with them. But then the old man comes in and he's like, I need to speak to someone. <laughs> and the deputy's like, not now. Get out of here. And he's like, oh, I will not. <laughs> and he goes to Kevin's dad and says, your kid's a hoodlum. He's a punk. He destroyed my barn. Here's a bill for $300. Pay it. Okay. couple of things here. Mm-hmm. One, he is apparently traveled from Bend, Oregon to Oakland, California via horse <laughs> overnight. Overnight. <laughs> Spent all night. Oh, I just, I want you to understand this, that if you are believe if you're buying into the geography of this movie, mm-hmm. that is what he did. Now, yeah. that's step one. Yes. Old guy demands money on a horse, then leaves. <laughs> Step then, one then, of any <laughs> solid plan. <laughs> then Antonio Sabato Jr. wakes up, doesn't go to school. Billy's like, what's wrong with your face? And he's like, I got beat up. You need to teach me karate. And he's like, no, I can't teach karate. I killed a man when I was a cop using a karate chop. And then, I had, robbery, then yeah. I had to stop doing the karate. <laughs> I don't have any more things that rhyme with that he actually says i had to kill a man in self-defense yeah. with karate never again it's like yeah. that's what you're I, supposed to do i with was it. a karate cop and <laughs> now i'm not either i'm karate not yeah <laughs> so he's like sorry for that and um so never dad again. dad's gotten pissed off and is like just turned on the the sirens and hauled ass over here and is like I thought you were going to do better. I'm taking you home right now. Yep. He's like, but dad, he's like, no butts, get in the car. And even Billy's like, come on, man, don't make rash decisions. Like, you know, it's just a bit of teenage fun. For for the sake of plot, mm-hmm. I want to explain that during the previous night, after the shenanigans happened, there's a scene with Mortimer and Jim. They're driving somewhere. Mm-hmm. And this is when they explain that. Jeff's family, his uncle is like the mayor of town mm-hmm. and they are gods in town. Yeah. Nothing can stop them no matter what. Right. So this is like the first explanation of why is everyone think this piece of shit is is hot, hot stuff. Like mm-hmm. why? So yeah. now we know it's uh, it's some family thing. OK. Does it matter? No, nope, doesn't really matter. never comes up. Yeah. But that's just so, the explanation. Cowboy demanding money. Wake up. 
dad arrives, says, I'm taking you away. Yes. So they start, they leave. He throws them in the car and they start to leave. Yes. They stop somewhere for gas and his dad is just angrily pumping gas and then goes so like, angry. and is like, I'm going to go get a coffee. We've been driving for an hour. <laughs> you haven't said a word. I need coffee. He's like, I need coffee. You think about it. Yeah. And so he goes in the store, get some coffee. And, and Kevin's like, now's my chance. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm out of here. And he hitchhikes. Apparently walks a couple blocks away and then starts to hitchhike with. Dude's got a really messed up thumb. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's like. It's weird. Anyway, he ain't got a thumb for hitchhiking. That's yeah, for sure. No, but um, he, it works. And it he works, gets, and yeah. he gets a ride back. Where are you going, Bend, Oregon? Get in. Yeah, that's just where Savannah right just now. Where I was gonna go, <laughs> but you know, from just outside of Oakland, I'm assuming. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, he gets back and and uh, oh, uh, uh, Connie, the the nerdy girl next door, has like run over and been like, "Where's where's uh, Kevin? He yeah. wasn't at school today. He got beat up, and it was all Jeff's fault. He's an asshole, and he wrecked this bar." And, and Billy's just like, "What? <laughs> you know, like I had no idea. Like he's actually a good kid, or I thought something. He was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so he was just trying to just defend everybody, defend himself against a bully. Yeah, he's like, oh, I was so wrong. So." He hitchhikes back. We don't. We don't bother to see that. He just shows up, and and, and basically Billy's like, I know. You know, he's like, I ran away. He's like, I know. Come on, let's Get let's the fuck in let's, here. Let's eat. Let's karate it up. And then, yeah, he's like, I'm going to teach you now because you were trying to learn for the right ish reasons, right? So, so so, we, so a montage begins. A training montage, as you would expect. However, there are only 15 minutes left in this movie. <laughs> yeah, this happens about the hour <laughs> 10 minute mark. Where the, the, the karateing of the titular movie comes into play and he yeah. begins to learn karate for reals instead of just getting his ass kicked. Billy gives Kevin a laundry list of things they need and it's dumb. It's like, okay, we need a rope. Mm-hmm. Never see any rope used. Nope. Need a Komodo, which Billy wears. You mean a dragon? No. Oh, Komodo. Komono. Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I got my ends and my Ds mixed up. Well, does, does that mean like a gi? Because a kimono is more like a silky sleeping thing. I don't know, but he asks for one. Okay. And then later he's wearing some sort of robe. All right. Uh, <laughs> he asks for several things that never come into play. Well, there was a punching bag. That was in the background, at least. But yes. Yeah, all these things. But and he had and one. A, and in a the stopwatch. House, he... And a stopwatch. Yeah. Like, there, there was these list of things. And then also, famous Warmer's like, here's this thing I found on the pre internet, like the DARPA net that. Like, it's called a library. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. They have books there. I mean, he checked out a book. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's a book. I don't know what you're. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's all karate men eat bean sprouts and awful yeah, things. Shark you're going to go on a diet. Yeah. Now you're, this you're is fucking go to, hilarious. Now, 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 now <laughs> they go like, all right, you're going to go on this diet. And he's like, oh, and then there's one point where he's running with Connie and the old man, Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, she's like, Oh man, he's just like we probably need some protein. I'll get some steaks. He's like, yeah, I get the real thing. She's like, I can probably steal from my mom's fridge. And he's like, no, you must stick to your diet. You know, Billy's telling me, he's like, okay. Yep. Training montage, training montage. Some, there's something about a stopwatch and him running a certain speed, and he just keeps getting the you know like the disappointing like head shake. Like, yeah. Nope, you're gonna have to do and like better. on the sixth try, he gets yeah. it. And finally, there's like, yeah, all right, yay. Yeah. Um, there's bike riding a lot of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. You mm-hmm. know where it's funny because like Billy just keeps getting further away, and it's like no. That's that, that's backwards. Like yeah. bad would be your way behind the bike. Good is you're right next to the bike, which so it goes backwards. Yeah, the the progression. Um, maybe this was just to get some Billy other to kicking ride and punching and stuff. And like he keeps doing this thing where he's having him do like repetitive motions of 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 arm movements, and then we'll just 
sock him in the stomach or whap him in the head yeah. and knock him over. So like it's getting towards the end where he's just like, oh, yeah, give it to me. And it's just like taking the punches and, you know, so it's, it's building like a montage. Like he is, he's getting he's better. Getting he, better. He is learning karate. Mm-hmm. Then it comes to like, there, there's a point where, uh, he goes back to school and it's just like, I want to fight you. Like well, I before that. Okay. So like Kevin's dad has called Billy. Right. And was like, Hey, have you seen him? And he's like, yeah, he's here, but he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. And I he's like, what? don't feel like that happened. Maybe he did later. It, it, okay. He did call him. And, and Billy's like, yeah, he's here. He came back here and he's like, son of a bitch. All right. I'll be there shortly or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, so Kevin goes back to school. He's walking into the building and is accosted by Jeff and his henchmen. Mm-hmm. And Jeff says to him, he, he's like, come on, let's fight. And Jeff says, you didn't get enough last night. And we're like, what? <laughs> All of that shit happened over the course of one day. Yes. Starting from Cowboy Man riding from Oakland <laughs> to Bend, Oregon. And there it is. That's the thing that truly broke our brain about this movie. Because we were like, we sat there with what? I <laughs> mean, what? <laughs> that means original race happened maybe the next day i think the same night they had the the runoff race at the at the tunnel of death uh-huh all of that altercation happened the party at they went the, to the slushy barn the, the, and <laughs> and then another fight and a disassembling of cars and almost murder to the next day demand demand of money i'm taking you away from here you're starting a diet and training to later that day i'm back at school <laughs> The diet is the funniest shit ever because it's been one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> this could have been a goof in the in the editing oh, oh, do you, room. Do you just, think? I mean, I mean, it's just it, but God, it's what he says. I know. He said you didn't get enough last night, and it's like what? <laughs> You're all of this happened over the course of a day. <laughs> I mean, I, like. <laughs> there were several points because of the way people were acting and some of the stilted, stupid dialogue that they were saying that I kept. I kept in my head making references and, and remembering things about wet, hot American summer. Uh-huh. And then this happened, which was like all everything that literally everything that happens in wet, hot American summer is supposed to be in one day. Right. Like they go to town and get addicted <laughs> to heroin. And, and like all of these different things. And it's just like, there's a training montage yep. and all that stuff. And it's just like, it's like an hour later. It's like, now I'm the best. <laughs> But the diet is the best part. Like that's. Yeah. The, I mean, I just love it. It's like, all right, you got to go on a diet, kid. And it's like, he literally had, maybe had one meal of that diet, <laughs> if that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep. Oh my god. So yeah, they uh they go to the dojo, mm-hmm. and everyone in this town. This does feel like it's the next day. Maybe like they maybe I don't know. <laughs> Probably not with the compressed time that this movie works. I don't think in. so. I all think right. he went to school and said gym now, and they go to the gym. Okay, we'll go with that. The whole fucking town has shown up to see this match, though. Yep. There's the- betting happening. Oh yeah, and like they they make it feel like there's going to be like this big deal like entrance thing because for half a second it's like. Antonio Sabato Jr. comes in and someone's on a mic in the background, probably Mortimer. But yeah, he's just like eh, returning and he's ready to defend. His, his. He was he was the hero of town for four hours yeah. that one day. <laughs> yeah, here to defend his title. And all of a sudden it's just like Jeff's in the ring. And yep. it's like, oh, OK, there's no entrance. And then as we there's were saying, no ref, <laughs> yeah, much like the races before this. It's, well, the dancing is about the only shitty thing they actually bothered to show. Yeah. You know, uh, when the karate actually starts, this is constantly filmed. Like from the back of the room. Yep. 
like it is like in the crowd. It is like there's a crowd, like a circular people, a crowd of a circle of people around this these, these people fighting, mm-hmm. and it is filmed like three rows back. Yeah, like the cameraman was too shy to stand up and get around <laughs> these people. It was just like, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's a movie I have to so, film here. There are quote unquote points happening mm-hmm. to where one person gets the drop on someone else and gets a point in whatever measurement they're using for this but we never see it all, well, all we see is like <laughs> we keep seeing Antonio or Kevin we keep seeing him fall down like he's just getting his ass kicked again yes and then you and I now, were like yeah this makes sense he only trained for a fucking day <laughs> well like so Billy showed up nerdy girls like unnerdied up for this a little bit mm-hmm. and like we didn't even mention she's got this like stupid fat friend who's like <laughs> just this like just caricature of a person i never knew exactly what he was i, I don't know i think he was supposed to be some sort of comic relief that they were just like yeah you're not funny and yeah. i know you're in the movie because we can't cut you out but but it was just fat guy and yeah. he eats because that's yeah. what fat guys do. every scene he's yeah. eating something but um he but, seemed like he was so like he's got he's, the he's, girlfriend he's of, kind of boyfriend. Got, yeah he's kind of got an entourage now like for this like yeah. and we're just seeing him lose and lose and lose i mean barely though like we're not seeing the contact app we just see him keep falling because they're they're like color coordinated so even yeah. through the crowd you can be like well he just kevin just keeps falling on his ass now <laughs> at some point there's talk where it's like well they're they're dead tied in points and it's like are they though? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like I don't think they are. <laughs> like I don't. Kevin's really, done jack. I shit. don't think they're real close in points or anything at all right now. No. Um. But about this time, Dad comes rushing in and it's just like, oh, I can't believe you ran away. That kid, where is he? And stops and sees him like in this fight, and all of a sudden, like he's like, I'm proud of my son now. Well, he looks over at Billy, and this starts this odd thing where he keeps looking over at Billy, and Billy will look back at him with an assortment of faces <laughs> and the dad is just like the fuck i don't know what you're yes. Yes, is he's good? like a game, game of thrones character just like, many faces <laughs> today i'm this person he's making expressions oh. that are just like he's doing well except he's not trust him but yeah. the dad just looks back at him like the fuck did you say to me i don't understand what's going on yeah. i guess i'll keep watching there's, but there's, stop like, a, looking there's at me. like a partial <laughs> wink and then they're like a, oh are yeah. you okay with this you cool all right yeah okay all right right i mean come on <laughs> yeah it's weird it happens two dad, or three he, times he gets his ass kicked again like on the floor again he looks over and his dad's like get up come on and he's yeah. like and apparently that's all he needed yep. he just needs some approval from his dad because he gets up and just stops starts whipping jeff's ass yes like immediately like yeah. no contest like 100% win, like, down on the ground. And they're, basically, everyone's cheering up, like, fucking finish him. And he's like, he's so, he, he literally he's starts, punching him in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, he's literally, like, donkey punching him on the ground and kicking him while he's down. It's like, our... I believe Jeff died. Because <laughs> everyone is stoked. Well, everyone, like, his cronies run over to check on him. And then he's like, they're like, you're not quite done yet, are you, Kevin? And he goes in and, like, kicks the one dude, like, who, like, taunted him at some point you know he's like yeah you think i'm funny now i'll kick all your asses Mm -hmm. and then dad's like i'm so proud of you it's like are you though (laughs) you just you you raised up the new bully in town i think you're a cop right the murders just (laughs) happened in front of you i I mean i i'm not (laughs) sure this is unsanctioned (laughs) (laughs) but anyway yeah they're like they're they're happy now um yeah and then it's time for one last night at the slushy bar yeah uh and uh, Connie has completely unnerded herself right. and made her look normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other girl is there too, Kim. Which is weird because they don't—they don't give her like the, that's the thing. Is like this movie doesn't even bother to do that. She's all that like. No. Look now she's pretty. Yeah, ish. It's just now, she still hey, has wearing ill-fitting, weird clothing. But all right, whatever. She's wearing like a denim yeah. dress that she stitched herself. <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. out of <laughs> pillowcases and shit. But 
So basically, Kim is there, like, oh, you, I always believed in you this whole time, Kevin, and and then <laughs> he just like he literally does the brush off, like, nah. He just office spaces her, yeah. <laughs> just walks right by her, goes over to Connie, and is just like, you want to dance and with me yeah he's like who else of course and they go dance and then the fat friend who's been there the whole time is just like hey i'm gonna swear off women forever i'm just gonna well well, first he's holding her dog yeah and then they carry her dog everywhere and then like he's just like oh i guess i (laughs) guess she doesn't need this ice cream i wouldn't got her and the dog's like fuck yeah ice cream (laughs) that's how we're gonna end this movie ice cream But he, like, is just babbling to people in the crowd, like, I'm going to swear off women forever. I'm just going to stick to food. And they're all like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, good luck, <laughs> good luck with that. With that. <laughs> <laughs> but meanwhile, the dog is just going to town on the just ice cream. Let thing. us know the first time you have a fight with the food, because you're going to have a problem. I mean, you're going to have to call somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, the, the, the movie's over. The movie's over. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's a weird-ass movie, and somehow we talked about it as long as we did. Yeah. I don't know. It's got some moments. <laughs> It does some things. It does a few things. You ready? No. No? You go first. Okay, I will. Just please. I, I, yeah. I fully agree with your assessment at the beginning when we first started talking about this. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible motion picture. This is in no way, in any way, shape, or form, something that should be looked upon like, that's got good stuff in it. Like, there is literally nothing that happens in it that you could point to and go, well, that was all right. That scene was good. That fight was all right. That stunt was good. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Literally nothing. Correct. There is nothing about it. I I concur. And you you compare it to something like, say, L.A. Street Fighters or something like that, where it's like, well, that guy also doesn't know how to make a movie, but at least all the people in it can fight. And in this, they couldn't fight so much that they couldn't even bother to show the fights. That's how bad the fighting is. Uh Uh-huh. That being said, <laughs> this is entertaining as shit. <laughs> it is a good, bad movie. It is hilarious. It is so goddamn entertaining. I was never mad at it. I was never upset that I watched it. It is so good. It's going to get three jocks. I'm giving it three jocks. I Look, mm-hmm. it is a good, bad movie. It is an enjoyable. I had a lot of fun watching this horrendous piece of shit it's like birdemic there's nothing redeemable about birdemic but that shit is hilarious all right are you done i guess i don't want to step all over it i'm just like i i, have I mean to that point okay i'm realizing something other than some some bullshit that we've watched on extra uh-huh. and like most of that's like here here's the thing okay i, I keep having to back up and retrace that's, but all right we've watched some shitty like late you know, straight to video, like Amityville bullshit and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I will say there is something. Anything, anything past like 1995. Very rarely just can honestly and earnestly fall into the truly bad movie category. I think that's why things like Birdemic in the room that somehow slip through become known like they are. You know, there, there's just something. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know there's a bajillion like Z grade. I'm not counting like the things where it's like, we know we don't want to know what we're doing. We also spent $12 on this and we shot it on an iPhone. I'm not I'm not talking about that. Right. I'm talking about like we got actors together in a place with cameras, you know, like trying to make some effort. There's yeah. there are very few examples of like just complete inept filmmaking post like 1995, maybe 2000. Mm-hmm. 
I I know a bunch. It, of it was too expensive to take a risk on people who didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Exactly. Like I mean, the, the days of like stocking video store shelves was kind of over, right. and it was more of this cash grab of like, you know what? Maybe we need to transition into like making cheap name. You know cash in on a, a 12th sequel to some franchise that we can just keep going mm-hmm. you know how many trimmers there were and things like that you know like right. just franchises like and like directed video or like and then they got into like the something versus something something sis you know yeah. like you know let's merge animals together and have them fight with bad cg yeah. there there's even I understand what you're you, you know what i'm saying like there there's there's something weird about the fact that this one exists as late as it does and and I realize that it's been a really long time since we focused on something so ineptly made like this that I think I'm having a hard time agreeing with you because like this is just bad and brain hurting at times. Like it like oh, how, absolutely. how badly transitioned everything is. Like there's there's like the Birdemic has the those occasional speeches that someone like earnestly wrote down and thought that was good dialogue that breaks this like 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 the breaks the like the oh this is just you're not cutting when you need to cut like shots linger but then someone will just come along and have this like brilliant brilliantly terribly acted speech that they give in that movie mm-hmm. and then the 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 gift birds like show up and all this stuff and it's like there's something there's there's bits in Birdemic that break up that terribleness right the room has Tommy Wiseau before the world got sick of Tommy Wiseau and it was just like what is what the fuck is this guy like if nothing else there's this guy on screen doing whatever the fuck this accent is and I don't know what is going on Mm -hmm. this movie to me has like none of that it is just all the ineptness without anything like other than like our brains literally breaking and I think that was just like some kind of like actual like mania happening <laughs> like like probably actually close to certifiably certifiable mania happening where it was just like i do, my brain literally can't comprehend what's happening and this guy just coming on going like next record you're just going to go crazy it's like what why would you film that and show that like what purpose did that serve they needed something to break up the the two scenes that was sandwiched between my, my point is is like i i just don't think i can go even in the jocks territory like i mean like this I'm I'm trying to rate for the people like <laughs> I like so am I well no I'm saying like you, this is not a movie you I, I think you can enjoy by yourself like at all mm. I don't I mean you'd have to be on something that puts your brain somewhere else to even think about enjoying this by yourself the only way I feel like this could be enjoyed is in a group possibly commenting on how batshit crazy and how and yet how nothing is happening at the same time that's that's the weirdest thing about this movie is it's batshit crazy but with nothing happening mm-hmm. i i think i gotta give it two bags like oh. i it's, i mean honestly like if it, rating it as a movie movie it's like a half star i mean it's oh absolutely like, it is like it is <laughs> trash on the filmmaking level and every other kind of level and yeah i i agree with that i i agree with everything you're saying mm-hmm I, like I said, it has no redeemable on-purpose qualities whatsoever. There's yeah. nothing in it you can point to and say, well, that was all right. Literally nothing. It doesn't even make sense why they are pretending it's Oregon when it's Savannah, Georgia. Well, it's it has no enough. story purpose whatsoever. Mm-mm. But I think that the, the there is an entertainment factor to it that does lead to fucking mania. <laughs> it just you, you just go into like a fugue state and it's just like wow maybe i don't understand reality maybe this movie's reality and maybe my reality is in question sure i suppose i just if that's fun yeah 
I mean, I, I do that on a daily basis that I don't need movies to make me think okay. that I question what's happening. I, I, okay. I think I got how I can explain this. Okay. I, I, I admire this movie's confidence. Mm-hmm. It is confident that it is doing a good thing when in fact it is not. Sure. But it's okay. trying. Yes. Okay. <laughs> By that very definition. I mean, look, in, in our purest sense of the definition of like what we look for in a quote unquote bad movie, mm-hmm. and this is definitely not without the quotes, it is just a straight up bad movie. Yep. It is very much earnestly thinking it's making something good. Yes. So on that very basis alone, this is probably a five jocks movie because it fits that criteria to a T. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is somebody like given doing their damnedest to make a movie. And and for some reason, also in 1990, it has this fucking like ho-hum, you know, like Andy Griffith vibe to it where it's just like I mean other than like somewhere midway through the movie people finally are just like hey fuck you yeah like other than that it's just like everything else is like gee willikers I can't believe you're gonna drink a soda you know like (laughs) that's crazy yes you know like I mean just it's that kind of vibe of sense until like I said I I, honestly I think it's Connie is like the first person like nerdy girl like mousy girl next door is like the one who's like hey fuck you (laughs) like when finally like someone's like you know fucking with somebody's shit it's like wait what yeah Yep. Oh yeah, because they go after Mortimer like by when he's talking to Connie, like and to, like Kevin's nowhere to be seen, and they just go after Mortimer again one day, like the next day, and it's like, "What are you gonna do? Step up for him and like punch him in the stomach?" And she's like, "Hey, fuck off!" Right? Yeah. But that was in the goddamn library. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, like, "Hey, you seen Kevin? No, nah, I haven't seen Kevin." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You haven't seen Kevin because we whooped his ass. Yeah. Punch. Remember, we just murdered you in front of your jeep. How'd you even get to this library? <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't know. Like I. Possibly to be reevaluated, but I mean, I I feel like we this is this is one I almost feel like I needed I need some backup because I mean I think Becky and PJ would be very much in my oh absolutely very much I in my would, camp if not much lower sure I would be lone man out on this yeah. I I realize that but man this movie is so much fun it's so bad every once in a while though Mackie's just like this is this is exactly my kind of bullshit that's bad. true he's just like I just wanted to turn off my brain and look at moving pictures five talks <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying sometimes he shocks me with like liking the completely ineptly made things yeah this might have been one of them I don't know we don't know we will never know but, but yeah for now it's a split rating yeah let's uh let's take a break though shall we okay All right, welcome back. Hey, hey, it's a half number two. Half it is. Man, this is this is gonna be extra weird. Ha 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 ha. Get it? Because yeah. like we don't do second halves. Nope. On extra. So. This is where it gets raw. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we just talk about our feelings, potatoes, and feelings. <laughs> right. I was gonna talk about potatoes. You said feelings. So, yeah. You know, was, so both. Yeah. Both feeling potatoes. <laughs> Uh, how, how, you got stuff? How I do. Your stuff? My stuff's not real new. No? My stuff, well, my stuff's a, it's a new swerve. It's a swerve off new, it's, it acts like it's going to be new, and then it's like, nah, it's old. <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> okay. What'd you watch? Uh, I watched Annabelle Comes Home. Ah, that's probably pretty new. It came out on Blu-ray yesterday. Well, that's real new. Super duper new. So, what number Annabelle are we it on? It is the third Annabelle film. Ah. I believe it is the seventh film in the Conjuring franchise. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Yes. 
there are two conjurings, three Annabelles, the nun, and the curse of La Lorna. Those are all in the conjuring universe. Yes, they are. I had no idea. It's a big universe. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not making a video about this one because. I was going to make a video about the entire thoughts about the Conjuring universe, but I just couldn't get it to come together the way I wanted it to. And so I just thought I would talk about this here. Okay. Uh, the Annabelle franchise has righted itself. Um, okay. The first Annabelle film sucks and is not in the spirit of what they wanted it to be. No pun intended. Ah. Um, but the second Annabelle Origins movie fixed it. And then this is this fits right in with the rest of them. This is... This is kind of a fun, it's kind of a what if comic booky thing. Like, what if all the shit that's kept in the secure room in the Warren's house, what if someone went in there and fucked with it and it all came to life? Okay. And started messing with everyone in the house. All right. So that's the premise. It's a great premise. It's a good execution of a great premise. It doesn't go all out and do truly crazy stuff. Uh, but there's some universe building in it. There's some like, here's this spooky character you didn't know existed. Maybe they will be expanded upon in a future conjuring sequel or spinoff or something like that. Um, but it's good. It, it's, it's well done. Uh, the, the periodness of it is still good. You know, you, you get the main conjuring people back for like a bookend kind of thing. So Patrick Wilson and oh. they're in it. Vera Farmiga. Yeah. For a bit. Not not they're not the main stars. Okay, but uh, and what's this one called? Annabelle. Annabelle comes home. Comes home. Yeah. So it's basically from the so they when they first get the Annabelle doll, they bring it home, figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Then it jumps ahead a year later, and they're like, "Okay, kid, we got to go on a spooky adventure. You're staying with the babysitter, and the babysitter brings a stupid friend, like a house of wax friend who comes in and is like, I have to touch everything mm. and touches everything, which kind of wakes everything up and lets Annabelle out and okay. hijinks ensue. I see. So it's, it's good. It's not great. It's not for me. I know you don't agree, but any of those movies not directed by James Wan are just not as good because he's got an eye that I appreciate um, and, and does those movies right. And everyone else is just kind of a, afterthought want to be i'll try my best but it's just not going to be as good this is okay this is pretty good okay just not great but worth a watch absolutely if you're invested in that franchise you should you should take a look at it all right uh it's got some spooky goings on but it's not it's not as jump scary as a lot of those movies have been so maybe if you just want some general spookiness Mm. yeah okay and you know it's not a lot of loud noises no one throwing cats on people stuff like that so Boo. I know, but there's a werewolf. Ooh, werewolf, <laughs> werewolf, werewolf. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that. I'm I'm not making a video for it. So uh, okay. There's my well. That video being part of 31 and 31, which if you are not uh, privy to, is Chuck's. Yeah, if you're thing. new to the show, I'm just saying. <laughs> again, I'm pretending every episode someone could be joining us for the first time. It's very so. possible now that we're on uh, that other thing. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. So go over to youtube.com slash watercooler. Yeah, please. That's uh, his channel. It at, is. At 31 different horror. Well, actually, it's more than 31 horror movies. It's, yeah, I had to change the name. It's, yeah, it's 31. Just 31, 31 days of horror. 31 days of horror. Because 31 horror movies in 31 days was, was a lie. It was a lie. Because it ends up being like 60 movies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Every day you get a new review of at least one movie. Correct, yes. <laughs> Could be two. <laughs> Maybe yeah. more. There but, you go. Yep, there you go. Um, so there is a big movie out in the theaters that 
I probably would have gone to see. I I got to be on the I, I got to be honest. I'm kind of on the fence about seeing mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. but and I don't I can't even truly tell you why. But uh, that of course is Joker because I see comic book movies usually in the theater. Um, this was a it's it's a thing I feel like it's probably been hyped or overhyped or some sort of hyped that I kind of don't want to go see it yet. I'm just kind of like, I just want to see the movie and see if it's any good. No, anything else about it. Like, you know, just, I don't want any hype. I don't want any like controversy. I don't want any bullshit surrounding it. I just kind of want to see the movie on its own without bullshit involved. Right. It's really where I'm coming from. Yeah. Um, so, but I didn't see it. So I decided to do the next best thing I could that I, uh, had never done before, and I figured it was good for prep. I finally watched The King of Comedy. Okay. I never watched that movie before. All right. It's a Scorsese movie I just never got around to. Yeah. Um, and in case you don't realize what I'm talking about, I'm pretty sure, at least from why I see in the trailers, Joker seems to be more or less that, or at least... There, there's some, some definite King of Comedy illusions. Right. I mean, you know, De Niro's basically playing the Jerry Lewis character yep. in the movie, it looks like, instead of himself or, you know, in the Joker role, whatever. Right. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's obviously there, and if anyone is paying any attention knows that's what it's kind of going for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That being said, <laughs> I don't think King of Comedy is a very good movie. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Um, do, do you like it? I have not probably seen it in 20 years. Okay. I recall liking it but that was also when i was up my own ass about scorsese you know like the current <laughs> fight on the internet of a scorsese cinema <laughs> yeah i mean it's weird because I, I don't think it's top tier scorsese by any stretch yeah but i thought it was an I okay mean, film is it, is, it's what like 86 is that or no it's, it's, no, it's like 83 83 yeah 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 hmm i i don't know like it's just it feels like Scorsese just phoning something in, kind of. I mean, look at actually. I mean, just, I mean, De Niro's obviously going for it, and Jerry Lewis is doing a thing that's counter to his type, you know. Right. So I mean, it's like there's there's that kind of interesting performance thing going on with it, but I just it it feels kind of loosey goosey for a Scorsese film. I mean, it feels, I it honestly like if you if you if you took Scorsese's name out of it and you know his that time period uh connection with him and De Niro you could easily tell me it was directed by Oliver Stone and I probably would have believed it mm-hmm. I'm saying it it has that it has that kind of more like avant-garde Oliver Stone just just I'm not there for perfection I'm kind of trying to just do like a cinema verite kind of thing like it just it was a weird time period for Scorsese because yeah. he was doing that and he did After Hours and it was just like, what are, what are these movies? What are you doing? Yeah, I mean maybe that's that's probably about right. Like it just, it it feels very loosey-goosey for him and I mean it's just like, maybe that's just not the kind of Scorsese I like mm-hmm. is is him just kind of going off his own style. Um, I mean it's definitely a weird thing to come off of Raging Bull. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's I, I wouldn't say it's like bad, I just, I mean like the whole time I'm watching it and I I'm trying to say this without sounding like old or stupid or anything else, which I can and can't help on either account. Um, it's one of those movies I watched it and I'm like, why would you make this? Like, 
it's one of those stories to me that it's just like, is this entertaining or is this just giving bad ideas to bad people? Like, I mean, uh, you know, to, to the point that it's like, I, I think maybe it's, I'm having the reaction that I don't have with natural born killers that I know a lot of people watch where like, this is just glorifying violence and it's just going to cause more people to think violence is cool kind of thing. Right. When I feel like that's actually the complete opposite intent of that movie. Um, this just feels like it's skirting near satire, but it just seems like, especially with the way it all pans out. I mean, I don't want to spoil a, you know, almost 40 year old movie, but you know, the fact that like the whole scheme works yeah, is like, that feels like a real bad and dangerous message. Right. And I don't know if that's attempting to be counterculture, but I mean, that just, it's, it's weird because I feel like I'm having the reaction to this that most people have with Oliver Stone in general, which is why I make the comparison because like, I, I feel like natural born killers clicked and I understood what he was actually trying to say with that versus this feels like, if Scorsese was trying to be comedic or, 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 or satirical about this, it didn't come through and it just felt like you're just making something to be edgy and it's, it's borderline dangerous as a, as a, as a message. Yeah. And I, I think that's where the current discourse around the Joker movie is. is that so, it, yeah. It's like a, why are you kind of glorifying this? Yeah. I'm not saying it does. I haven't seen it either. Right. But King of Comedy, definitely the way it leaves you at the end is just like, oh, uh, well, so that, that kind of worked out for him. So do all that shit and then all your dreams come true. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there's there's strange things about the movie like that. There's large swaths of that movie that I mean, if you read anything online about it, it's like there's a lot of that's a, that's improvised and it just it it feels like it and mm-hmm. not in a good way. Yeah. Just like you know like do you really want to let these people go completely unhinged on camera mm-hmm. I, and i don't know i just my initial reaction is i didn't like it I, I i wouldn't say it's a bad movie i just definitely don't think i liked it um i i'm borderline almost willing to say it's a bad movie because i feel like stylistically it's strange and doesn't work for me like I, it it I feel like all I'm going to do is like say things that are things that are controversial when talking about this, when I, which I think it's in and of itself is controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Take a movie. All right. <laughs> this is going to be, sound really crazy movie. Like all the president's men. I, I know that shouldn't have any kind of reference to this, but the office, the office TV studio stuff reminded me very heavily of all the president's men for some reason. Okay. And that's to say, I love all the president's men. I think it's, it's a fantastic story with some fantastic acting going on. I think at times the filmmaking in that movie is kind of bad in all the president's men. Yeah. Okay. Like, and that's just, that's that's to say like, I forgive it, but I feel like there, there are some filmmaking aspects of that movie that I really don't like the style of like that. It just like super gritty, super seventies feeling kind of thing where Mm -hmm. it was like, we're going to use the grainiest film possible in certain scenes. And it's like, yeah, but should you, you know, like, (laughs) There's there's just some like there's some stylistic choices in that movie that I really don't agree with and I feel like this movie kind of does the same thing like there's some things in this movie lighting and decoration wise that I'm just like I'm not really buying that they're in the places that they say they're in because mm-hmm. I feel like that happens a lot in all the presidents men where it's like we're in a news studio and like I've been in in a newspaper room they don't look anything like this you don't have these offices like it just 
it, something about it took me out and and i've been in tv studios too and i've been in old ones that i know what they used to look like too so and it's like there are times when they're like they act like they've got this like giant separation between their offices and all this stuff and i'm like i'm not really buying this i don't care if it's the biggest show you know like it's essentially t- the tonight show right. i still don't believe that like the executive producer is you know on the other side of the building from this other guy who makes decisions like no those motherfuckers walk in, their, in each other's offices all day mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. it's just there's certain like like stylistic choices about this that i guess it's for dramatic tension that's just like that actually kind of takes me out of the movie mm. and I, I don't know there's just nitpicky things perhaps but like i i just i'm leaning to i don't particularly i i definitely think i didn't enjoy the movie i'm i'm on the fence about whether or not i would call it a good movie well, i mean certain movies just don't survive time mm-hmm. you know i mean some some old movies you can look at today and go yeah i get it yeah. and then others are like well oh, that's a product of whatever the fuck was going on in sure. that month of yeah. 1982 or whatever um yeah I, i've always thought it's a weird time on his filmography of just coming off raging bull and then doing that and then doing after hours and then directing the bad music video and it's like what are you doing yeah <laughs> So, so Scorsese did bad. Yeah, I didn't remember. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, uh, you know, Color of Money. It's like really just a sequel to that. <laughs> yeah, thirty years later, it's odd. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm, which I wish more fancy directors had done that. Like, just like, hey, here's a movie I like thirty years ago. We're gonna update it. Sure. Like, oh yeah. All right. Cool. Tom Cruise. Is in it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of for that, which is. All right, so that's a funny thing to bring up, I, and I, I, this is a weird tangent that I, I haven't fully formed my brain. Hopefully, it gets there before we're okay. done talking about it. All right, that's a, actually a perfect segue parallel to the fact that Joker is a big movie, and it's obviously like it almost feels like it is the 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 hustler color of money thing, where it's like you could argue that like. Robert De Niro is the same character now, right. you know, grown up and, you know, has had success in that role. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I haven't seen Joker, so I don't know how much of this really plays out anything remotely close to, but it, right. it feels like we're making some kind of weird now comic book tied in sort of quasi sequel homage to this right around the time that Scorsese comes out and is like, comic book movies aren't real movies. I'm like, <laughs> Is that just, am I, am I wrong in thinking like that's his cranky old man? Like, I honestly think he's the kind of person that he probably thinks Joker is a Mar- Marvel movie. Oh, I'm sure. You know, because like to me, you know, he he's heard Marvel and he thinks all comic book movies are Marvel movies that I honestly feel well, sure, like. Well, sure, because no one gives a shit about DC. Well, you know, say, I feel like this is like some kind of old man reaction of like him seeing that a comic book movie is homaging a thing that he made and he's just like, comic book movies aren't cinema. And I feel like that's the, that's the discussion that nobody's having that like. I okay fine you know sure older people don't think comic book movies are, are art or whatever and maybe he's seen a bad one and doesn't even you know maybe he saw the fucking Batman v Superman and was like that's horse shit you know he, again I, I seriously doubt he has any fucking clue the difference between DC and Marvel but now he is seeing I, I, I know you know he probably pays attention to everything Robert De Niro has ever done and then sees wait you're basically doing what I did with the color of money to my movie mm-hmm. and it's a comic book movie fuck you Comic book movies suck. They're not art. Maybe. I honestly feel like that it's it's that fucking kiddie pool shallow. <laughs> I, I I honestly just think that's cranky old guard. Oh, it's no different than the Roger Ebert like games can't be art thing and sure. all all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, yeah, we get someone throws out a comment like this and it keeps the internet you know fed for a, a, a year or two. 
arguing. That's I'm really not sweating it. I don't care what he thinks, you yeah. know, about, I mean, I'm like, I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen Shutter Island, you know, so uh, give me the fucking Avengers any day of the week. Um, but I agree, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but I would watch Casino over the Avengers. I don't know about Casino. God, good fellows. You might have an argument or even Taxi Driver, but Casino's fine. I just, I'm saying Casino over the first Avengers. Oh God, no, no. Casino is not that great. Casino has Sharon Stone. <laughs> 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 Agreed to disagree. Uh, <laughs> but no, I th- I think I think Scorsese probably doesn't want to be making The Irishman for Netflix. Probably not. No. I, I I think he wants to you know go to Cannes and and you know do what he used to do with all films and just be like I'm opening a film. Come to the theater. I, I know. And, you know. And, and maybe other people have said that. I just like I literally think it's that shallow that like he saw that this this guy was doing what he did with The Color of Money with his guy mm-hmm. you know in in the similar role role reversal like you know thing later yeah. and then was just like camic book movies marvel maybe i've heard marvel why didn't we fuck marvel yeah <laughs> yeah i i just feel like it's that it's that simple and I, I i really don't care at all beyond that like i said it's like i didn't really care when our roger ebert's you know we've had the argument where we you know we fed into the argument but i at the end of the day i don't give a shit if you don't think a video game is art, then you've never played a good video game. And if oh, yeah, I, you think a, a, it doesn't take a fuckload of, of it takes a fucking country to make a, a entertaining Marvel movie, then yeah. you're wrong there, too. I mean, here's the thing. It doesn't matter what anybody else says about something you like. Mm-hmm. It totally doesn't. It really doesn't. No. It, you still like your thing. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I'm not angry. I'm not even angry at the uh, the comparison. Honestly, I, I, I'm the person who said for years, there are films and there are movies. Sure. Films are like. We are setting out to make art. It might not work. It may not be the art for you. I mean, some people look at a Monet and are like, that's just a bunch of dots. And somebody else is like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. But films are at least trying. And, and movies are just like, you know what? It costs us $200 million to make this. We want to make $800 million. That's their That's their end game. Like, if they want to make, you know, if they make them good along the way, that's that's part of the that's part of the fuel that makes the people actually go pay money to see it. I think somewhere along the way, every once in a while, they forget it, but eventually they come back around again that like the reason the Marvel movies are making a billion dollars is because they're pretty good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cause people like them. Yeah. Like they're, 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 they're trying. Yeah. And... I mean, people forget about like the mid eighties when every other movie that came out was about farming, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, yes. Sally field is a farmer. Yes. Mel Gibson is a farmer. Yes. Okay. They're having struggles on the farm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need that anymore. Right. I, I, you've made the, the sad farming movies. You know, I mean, if you want an update of that, go see Hell or High Water. That's a pretty good update. Uh, other of... oil farming. Oh, that's Hell or uh, No, I'm thinking of uh, Horizon, whatever that. Deep, deep Water Horizon. Yeah, I was thinking of that. That yeah. was a problem farming oil. <laughs> Hell it or High was, Water, yeah, I guess, that, was. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's really farms a heist right movie. up in the. That's really more of a heist movie, but. But it was more as it a result of the farms, farms went yes, bad. Yes. And then, yeah, so we robbed banks. Um, yeah, I, I just. Like I, I was like on the internet when the Scorsese thing happened. Like sure. the second it happened, I was just like, "Yeah, of course he would say that." I, like I, said, I was like, "I like Scorsese. I like comic book movies. This doesn't bother me." No. But holy god, it was a whole day of fuck Scorsese. It's like, look, no, pal, no, 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 shut no. your fucking face, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just just because you like Batman v Superman doesn't mean Goodfellas is bad. You shut the fuck up. Well, now I'm going to go ahead and say that actually is probably true. 
If you like, if Batman, you like Batman v Superman, v Superman then, then you think Goodfellas is bad okay. because that, it's the opposite of, right. of what you know, Goodfellas is one of the greatest movies ever made versus Batman v Superman. I don't even know. I wouldn't yeah. even say one of the worst movies ever made. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> half that movie takes place in a dream. Uh-huh. Batman just dreams weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I don't hate DC movies. I just wish they were better. <laughs> I, like and I said, it sounds like you know they made uh, one that's you like, know. I, like I said I don't I don't even care I just like that that was my initial takeaway that I, like I was already kind of thinking that like I wonder what Martin Scorsese thinks about them basically doing the color of money with his movie yeah <laughs> you know? I know but then it was just like he's like Marvel movies aren't art and I'm like oh I think that's probably exactly what he thinks yeah yeah I mean <laughs> his quote like they're not cinema well okay. I mean, I get what you're trying to say in terms of what cinema used to be, but y- then basically you've been having that argument since Star Wars, because mm-hmm. Star Wars is what the it, it the only difference is that now oh, you've, you've been the only the- movies that make any money are comic book movies. There's just nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I guess back in the day, you know, a movie would win an Oscar, and then like that's why they would do the January release because like it started getting Oscar buzz and then they could do like a soft re-release and it rakes in another hundred million dollars because if people were like, I got to go see that best picture now. Yeah. Now, now they've alienated themselves so much that it's like what they're picking is so niche that it's like that. That's never going to make any money. Even if you tell people it's really good. And even if it is good, it's not going to reach the common core market, you know, like that, you know, Moonlight is never going to play in fucking Arkansas and do well, you know, like it's just not going to happen. You know, it's, it can be a good movie. It's just, you know, they've gotten cinema has gotten so edgy and, and, and avant-garde outside the, the norm of the world that it's like, it, it, it's become too high of art that it's like, you know, now you just, you've alienated a movie going public when it, yeah, used to be, just be like, Here's a dramatic performance about a thing that everyone can relate. Yeah. It is a simple man who somehow lucks into things left and right and becomes great-ish. Uh-huh. And his <laughs> love of his life gets AIDS and dies. <laughs> <laughs> everyone oh, that can, movie, right? Everyone yeah. can relate to yeah, that. Yeah, everyone can relate to yeah. that. But I don't know. I just, like, I'm going to say, like, you know, Best Picture nominees used to be, like, still kind of crowd pleasers. Sure. And every once in a while, people get angry and be like, I really like this movie. Why'd you pick Shakespeare in Love? Well, yeah. That was a weird year. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oscars have kind of gotten so, like, hoity toity that they've just, you can't even, I don't even think you necessarily call the things that are Oscar bait cinema. Not half the time. Half of them, the time, it's just like, yeah. Let's see. There's, there's like, there's literally like a uh, flow chart for making an Oscar bait movie. You know, oh, yeah. like, like duh, 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 you know, minority, this thing has this problem. Somebody's sick and they have to also provide for them equals statue. <laughs> you know, like, well, just make your white man save slaves movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, that's an important film. We have to tell that story and shower it with awards. I mean, yeah, I, perhaps, but. But that keeps happening. It's like every year there's a new one of these, and it's just like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I don't necessarily disagree because I've had the film versus movie argument. Sometimes things are both. Like, honestly, sometimes they're both. Like The line is so blurred now. I mean, 
Who fucking cares? I don't. Like I said, it was always a funny distinction to me. Now the lines become blurred because, you know, I used to I used to joke because it's like, hey, I, I like Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is a movie that's trying. I like this, you know, art thing. I, I like yeah. early Luc Besson movies before he became popcorny. It's like, I like these these things like this. And, and then I was be like, yeah, but I also like Dumb and Dumber and Bill and Ted's and haha, stupid funny too. You yeah. know, like there's nothing wrong with liking everything. It's it's funny you were talking about natural born killers because like Oliver Stone is kind of the one who pushed the film versus movie debate out into public because basically he was fighting with Tarantino mm -hmm. about it and it was like you make movies I make films you know and then he directed U Turn and put right. an Oliver Stone movie on it and everyone was like all right fucker you know it's like I see what you're doing but yeah, yeah. what's Oliver Stone done lately anything. <laughs> I don't know. Is he just sitting at home being grouchy? <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's probably done something and it's just like, yeah, whatever, Oliver Stone. <laughs> Let's find what, out. Was W the last thing he did? W? Yeah. Oh. Um Oh yeah, that's right. He made that Snowden movie. <laughs> that oh, no, right. that nobody saw. Man, who gives a rat's fuck about that? <laughs> yeah, man. He went he went down to down a ways, didn't he? Huh. Made a sequel to Wall Street. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Savages is. Actually, I think I heard that was good. I never I saw it. I don't know what that is. I've heard that's good, but yeah. I never saw it. It could be terrible, and I'm wrong. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Then, yeah, he went and interviewed Putin for a while. and just doing a bunch <laughs> Well, you know, I just interviewed Putin yeah. for a while. Putin. But, yeah, uh, he's still doing stuff. All right. Good for you. Good for him. <laughs> And, you know, I look, I'm a guy who still thinks JFK's in his top five movies of all time, my top five movies of all time. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I'm not shitting on Oliver Stone. It's just like, I don't know where Oliver Stone's been. <laughs> make well, it, I mean, that's, make it Snowden and I mean, that's, that's the weird thing is like, like, sometimes you can't separate personality from their art. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're just like, you know what? You're an asshole. Like, I still, <laughs> I'm still going to like the thing you made that I liked, mm -hmm. but like, the more you make movies, the more I'm like, yeah, I don't know how you made this because you're just going like I like look at something like uh like Drive, yeah. like I think Drive's great. Yeah, everything else that guy's done, I'm just like <laughs> fuck everything about this guy, like fuck this guy now. Like Drive was great, but I don't know what the fuck you're doing now. That neon, yeah, whatever. neon, fucking neon demon. Yeah. Jesus God, that was so up its own ass. God damn, fuck yeah. that movie. But like you know, Oliver Stone made Alexander. Yeah, and. I have yet to see Alexander. It's three hours of people that I like in a thing I could not give a shit about. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like that movie came and I was just like, you know what? No, thank you. <laughs> Never. Uh, and then he like recut it twice. Mm. Like he made. I'm it. not saying it's great. It's just it's it's fine. Okay. It's a it's it's okay to watch. Oh, there are four cuts. Oh, good. Theatrical director's final and ultimate. <laughs> Oh, that's his Blade Runner. Yep. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just, I, I, I'm not in the debate. I just, it's a thing that popped in my head, and then, like I said, I, I was already kind of thinking it, and then he's, he did his old man routine, and I was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> he's obviously mad. Yeah. Don't, don't homage my movies. I can only homage other people's movies. Like right. I can remake Cape Fear and make a sequel to The Hustler. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then make uh, 
other things. <laughs> other things, yeah. It's true, he does. <laughs> Speaking of making other things, yeah. sometimes we make other things and we put them out on the internet and uh, you can learn all about them over at patreon.com slash pmfcast. Right. Uh, we, we do a show that's called Extra that's, if you like this episode... Guess what? It's a lot. Like <laughs> There's this. a lot more like this, where it's really just the first half. Where Chuck and I are usually alone. Every once in a while, we have some guests. Um, yeah, but yeah, we just we watch a we watch quote, a movie. And, we watch a not well, quote unquote. Well, bad we movie. just do kind of we kind of a little more loosey goosey over there. Like we kind of watch uh, series and yeah. things. Like some of them might actually be good, especially the first one or two. Or right. Sometimes number four or something for no reason. It'll just be like, holy shit, Project Project Shadow Chaser three. That's where it's at. Um, but. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll do. You're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> just, just find some strange things like that. Um, but yeah, like I said, we have that. We do a Doctor Who show. Um, some other things we're trying to get going again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's stuff for patrons. Uh, yeah, and a, and a, a back catalog like you wouldn't believe. There's so much stuff that like you sign up and you were just immediately avalanched with 600 mm-hmm. hours of content. So uh, yeah, it, we've it, tried some things. We've some things have gone away. We we might be bringing some things back. We might be. Trying, yeah. trying other things. There's, well, you never know, but you'll be in the know if you toss a little bit of money to us, help support the show and everything. That's right. You, you know be. what? You know what Patreon is. I'm not going to patronize you about that. <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, yeah. Everything else. Check out bmfcast.com. Um, there's links on the side for like all of our social things, uh, Twitter and YouTube and Spotify and all that. All the ways you can find us and hope communicate so. with us. <laughs> The last we knew the buttons worked. We hope they're still there. <laughs> WordPress is fun. It is. It's so much um, fun. The buttons are there. Yay. Very buttons. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, but yeah, email us at bmf at bmfcast.com or, uh, you know, drop us a line on our uh, voicemail. Uh, no one actually answers, so you can just leave a message. And yeah, don't it, worry. You don't get, have to talk to anybody. get played on the show if you want, or if you just want to talk to us with the ease of your voice, you can also do that. It's 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. That's 910-556-9263. That's it. Yeah. Heard the number once or twice in my life. Somehow committed it to memory. Wow. But yeah, there's a there's a there's a thing. You can leave messages. And we will listen to them. Mm-hmm. And when we get a full room again, we'll maybe play some. <laughs> yeah, I think we have a couple standing by that we, we do, been, yeah. Been meaning to do, but. Yep. We're not ignoring you. We just uh our our email person is not mm-hmm. here. We need both teams to be at full strength. Yes. Yeah, we can't run this ship alone. <laughs> <laughs> We're barely keeping this float. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. So, I think let's karate rock on out of here, right? Right. Okay. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Bamcast out.